Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. We're excited for the Iowa Wilds' maiden voyage into the Calder Cup playoffs as they gear up to play host to the Milwaukee Admirals. Game one, Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock start. Game two, Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock at Wells Fargo Arena. Milwaukee, a place you have some recent history with, Mike. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, spent four seasons there and uh, had some good times there for sure. Does that make this matchup any more or less compelling for you as a player? Uh, I mean, I yeah. Yeah, a bit. I mean, I definitely um, love that we're matched up against them. You know, I'm pretty excited just spending time there before um, and starting my AHL career there. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool to, you know, take care of business in the first round against them. It's definitely going to have a little more meaning than just playing some someone else. Give me an idea of how different the mentality is going into a playoff situation versus, say, regular season games. Does much change in terms of how you approach it, or is it business as usual? Um it's kind of two parts to that. It is business as usual, but I mean, I think everyone knows going into playoffs, like it's you can't. There's no room for error um, because you know it can result in, in ending your season pretty quickly. So it's it's there's a lot less room for error, that's for sure. And everyone's got to be that much more dialed in. And um, you know, it's 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 not like in the regular season where you're like, oh, you know, you lose a Friday night game, you get back at it Saturday. There's 76 games to go. Um, this can be, especially the first round, it can be a quick series. It's only a five-game stamp, so the first of three. So there isn't much room for error, that's for sure. What do you listen to, if anything, in the locker room before games? I think when we start, when we first get there, we got the 80s, 80s rock on, uh, you know, some feel-good music. And then uh, after our meetings and once we start getting changed after warm-ups and everything, I think we get, uh, you know, a little upbeat. Um, kind of techno music. We got some rock on, kind of a mix of everything. We got some young guys and some older guys, so we gotta we gotta please everyone. It's interesting you say that. I had Mason Shaw, one of those young guys, on with me earlier this season, and he was rem- he made a joke about how different it is in that locker room. The taste in music is all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we got um, we got older guys, we got younger guys, we got guys in between. Some some of the younger guys don't even know half the '80s songs that comes on the radio, but <laughs> I mean they're learning after this year, and I think they're getting to like it a bit. You're widely known as a tough customer on the ice here in Iowa, where hockey is still kind of a foreign language to some. Explain what kind of action or situation might lead to some pushing, some shoving, or maybe even full on fighting between players. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, I mean, sometimes it's just the after a big hit or something, whether it's involved with me or one of my teammates, I mean, it happened. I got into a couple this year when um, a couple big guys on another team, you know, will take a run at one of our young kids, and and that doesn't really sit well with anyone. So that can spark a fight. I mean, if we're if the other team's got all the momentum um, and you need to go take some back, you know, you, you can get momentum back with a big hit or a scrap. But I mean, come playoff time, it's a lot tighter you know there's a room for error like i talked about earlier there's a lot less fights because guys are worried about momentum swings or um you know things like that so it's like i said it's there's no there's the margin for error is a lot smaller so there isn't too much going on guys aren't re- really risking uh you know injuries or or momentum swings um that often in a, in a playoff series because you want if you have the momentum you want to hang on to it and if you don't have it you got to try and get it back um it's a big thing that not many people see, but there are momentum swings that go on throughout the game, and you got to try and keep it with your like on the good side of it. That's a cool place to be when you're kind of put in a leadership role, even as a relative newcomer to this organization. Talk about being in that role here and how you know some of these younger guys, in particular, that you mentioned, look up to you in that respect. Um, I I mean I I don't look too much into 
letters and like you know being an assistant captain role you're gonna guys guys are gonna lead no matter what whether it's on your jersey or not and um you know i've said it before too there i learned from some younger guys as well you know everyone's a leader in some aspect uh in in their everyday life um but i mean i try and do my thing every day and and you know hopefully some young guys will you know pick up on that and you know see you go about your everyday life off the ice on the ice you know in your warm-ups and how you handle certain situations, and I just try and be me. And then if you can teach them, you know, a couple things throughout the season, I think that's a plus uh, for sure, especially with the music, picking up some real real music. Real good stuff where they're playing instruments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Despite your reputation for being a badass, Mike, you, one of your passions off the ice are the anti-bullying campaigns you've helped kickstart here in central Iowa. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, me and my buddy PC Labrie uh, started it when we were playing in Rockford. Um, and it's just, I mean, you know, I think everything, everyone goes through it at some point in their life, whether it's your childhood or, or mid-adult or adult ages. I mean, we go through it too with cyberbullying and, and online stuff now that you see everyone, you know, get behind a computer screen and type stuff. And then in school, I mean, I've been through it. I've been bullied. Um, you know, my brothers have, and it's just something that, you know, affects, it doesn't just affect the kid that's being bullied. It affects their parents. It affects their siblings, you know, when they get home from school and they're feeling it, or, you know, if it affects someone's life or they don't want to go to school or they don't feel comfortable in school, it's just, I don't know, it's something to me It's just not cool and there's a lot of it going on, and if, if we can try and limit that or teach kids how to deal with it when, when they see it going on in their life, um, then it's a huge positive because, I mean, you don't, no one knows what's going on in anyone else's life, so it's, it's not right to, you know, make their life anything but positive. You know, if you don't got anything good to say, just leave it alone. That's what I try and leave them with. Well, it's become uh, particularly important, I imagine, for you becoming a dad for the first time pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Congratulations so. on the birth of your baby boy. Thanks a lot. Yeah, he's seven months old now. Bit of a different season, but um, it's been great. That's got to be tough, juggling the itinerary you've got as a player, uh, in, you know, the itinerary between the rink and the home. Yeah, I mean, we, he was born two days in a training camp, so it's been, uh, you know, we've just been kind of rolling with it. Uh, me and um, my girl, Tamara, you know, she's been an awesome mom. She's been taking care of him at nighttime. He's not really sleeping well right now, but she knows that i got a, a job to do every day when I wake up, so she's been, you know, taking most of the load right now she's been doing an awesome job and then come summertime i'll definitely have some more time um you know to take care of him at night and, and be more involved but it's it's great coming home to him every day it's like no matter what you know you can have the worst game of your life and it could be a big loss but you come home and you see him smile at you pretty special. Iowa Wild forward Mike Leambus is my special guest. Again, excited for Calder Cup playoff action coming to Wells Fargo Arena as the Wild play host to Milwaukee. Game one Sunday afternoon, a four o'clock puck drop. Game two happening Tuesday evening, a seven o'clock start. Mike, you've played all over North America. You've seen lots of cool places throughout your career. How has Des Moines, Iowa stacked up for you? Uh, it's a small town. It's a bit different. And, and you know, we, last year we spent most of our time in San Diego and Anaheim split between the two and um that was a treat for sure it's like 300 days of sunshine out there in year-round summer and then we come here and it was a pretty brutal brutal winter so uh it was a little tough adjustment you know we our skin got a little thinner that we were in the sunshine all year last year um but uh me and tamara are both from you know canada so she's from winnipeg actually so she's got some thick skin and she's uh she's used to the cold that's for sure but i mean it's been good it's a smaller small town obviously um which is kind of good, you know, because that means most of the guys are always together and, you know, everyone lives close by. So it kind of makes our off-ice bonding 
um, you know, better than being in a big city with a lot to do, uh, which I love. You know, we got a really close team, and I think that's you know plays a bit of, into it because uh, we're always together, we're always right around each other, which is which is cool. But it's been a good city, you know, a lot some good restaurants and um, some cool spots to check out. So it, it's been good to us for sure. Very cool. Well, we wish you nothing but the best, Mike, in the playoffs and for the rest of your career. I appreciate your time, my man, and you're welcome back anytime. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that.